Welcome to the Happy Business Show featuring Therese Skelly of HappyInBusiness.com. Listen in as we pull back the curtain and share real-world stories of successful business owners just like you. You'll love the truth, honesty, and inspiration revealed in each episode. And now, Therese Skelly. Hello, hello. This is Therese Skelly, and this is another episode of the Happy Business Show. And today, woohoo, we're going to have fun. I have two of my favorite marketers, just cool people on with me, Mike and Robin Pisciata. And uh, Mark, Mike and Robin are going to talk about simple marketing and revenue strategies for freedom-seeking entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs. So do you want to say howdy? Howdy, howdy. <laughs> What's up? What's up? So... Yes, we have had fun. Mike and Robin interviewed me, and I think we have like a mutual, mutual respect, love fest for each other. And these are one of the people. When I think of <laughs> the marketers that are in the know, the, these these guys are the top of my list. So let me just read a really quick bio, and then then I'm gonna I'm gonna unleash them on you. <laughs> so, and, and that's true, right? Is that is that the right word for to describe you two? Yeah, that oh, was yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We should say fasten your seatbelts because we're going to go. So, okay. Mike and Robin are highly sought after marketing mentors and revenue strategists who have transformed hundreds of their clients into funnel fanatics, leverage lovers, and money masters through list building, email marketing, launches, funnels, automation, and conversion techniques that have resulted in multi-million dollar successes. Purpose-driven entrepreneurs all over the world are paying attention to what Mike and Robin have to say about leverage and their now-famous shortest route to cash strategies that bring accelerated results without being a slave to your business. As stay-at-home parents of a three-year-old and a gorgeous brand-new baby, oh, my God, she's stunningly beautiful, they believe that making tons of money is pointless if you're strapped for time. So they master the art of leveraging and maximizing every ounce of your online marketing so you can serve more people, make insane amounts of money, and have the freedom to enjoy it all. So woohoo! Welcome! That's the official version. The official, there you go. Yeah. The the truth version is I love these guys. Seriously, you what I what I really appreciate about uh-huh. you guys is um you are probably the most transparent, the most real. You're so there. There's a lot of marketers that just spin shit. <laughs> like, let's just get it out, right? <laughs> they just they just yeah. spin shit out there. And you guys are real and you ask great questions and you, you do Facebook better than probably anybody because you engage and you get people talking and you have opinions and you're funny and snarky and is there like a New Jersey thing happening or something? New York. <laughs> New York? Ah that was it. See? <laughs> yes. yes. It might be hard to tell from my southern accent, but yes, I am. I very know, old. I know. That's just gentle spirit that you bring, yeah? Okay. So, <laughs> you know, I want you to tell us today, because I know you have guys have got the greatest story. So tell us today about your business, you know, what you do and what you love about it. All right. Well, I, you know, kind of like you said in our bio, right? Like we focus on leveraged audience attraction and revenue strategy. So basically, if you have fabulous ideas, products, programs, all that good stuff, and that you've got, you know, you've already created them, you want to sell more of them, mm-hmm. and in a more leveraged way, meaning more freedom for you, you know, less doing and stuff behind the computer, that's where Robbo and I come in, right? Mm. So, like, the best folks that we help are those that already have stuff to work with, 
there's, you know, they don't really have a whole lot of focus or enough focus, no real clear plan, no real system making it all mm-hmm. happen. Like we like to say, the crap loads of money machine kind of thing. <laughs> you're, you know, you're, you're just kind of making money on accident, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or Yeah, actually, one of our clients actually coined that phrase because she actually said that to us when she came to us. She was making $120,000 a year, and she literally said to us that she felt like she made that amount of money on accident, that mm-hmm. she had no yeah. real plan or no structure whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So after she worked with us for a year, we took her from one twenty to to 530000 in one year. So mm-hmm. she, was, she was making good money, but there, there was just no plan right. and no leverage. So. Yeah. If if you, like, have a list of people, but you don't know what to do with it, you don't know how to make money from your list, or, like, if you know how to get people on a webinar already, and you have something to sell already, but you just wish you could get way more or have yeah. it really systematized, then that's where, that's where that's we come brilliant. That's the kind yeah. of stuff that we That's awesome. That's for what we love about it. Freedom. That one's easy. That works. Freedom! <laughs> feel free to insert. Feel free to insert a picture of Braveheart, Mr. Gibson, riding around with a blue face paint at any moment. And I'm not really sure to get If he could run around the house, paint his face blue, screaming freedom all day long, that's what he'd be doing. <laughs> Well, it's it's you know, and again, you you embody it, right? You you work. I love your pictures on Facebook with your little kids, and you know the house, and 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 you guys really, you're living the dream. You really are. You, but I know that wasn't the case. I, and you guys probably have one of the best turnaround stories I've ever heard. And so so because you know, I think here's why I do this show. Because it's hard, this industry is really hard, you know. And there's a lot of comparison, and there's a lot of people that sit out there and say. Oh, they—they they must have had a boatload of money. I bet Robin's parents just, just are rich, and so yeah, Mike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's easy to compare. Oh, it's different for them. It's easy it's for them. It's different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they were more educated, or they're more. And and I really want to bust the shame around it. I want to. I want to basically bring experts on, and even my own stories about. You know what? Sometimes it's just hell, and sometimes we hit the bottom, and sometimes we have to go to the depths, and we have to have faith. I mean, it's such transformational work. And so I love when my experts say, "Here's, here's. Let me pull back the curtain. Like, here was the real deal. This is what it really took, and this is what we were willing to go through in service of the freedom. Like that to me is like, what are you willing to, what are you willing to become, what are you willing to do to get that freedom today? So, you know, okay to share that story. Uh-oh, All totally, day long, we totally. love it. So, yeah, because we went up and down a, a couple times. <laughs> Like in the beginning, you know, we did have uh, like a brick and mortar business. Um, did pretty well, you know, and we live in a area in Florida that's um, space centers near here. It was a, um, a lot of investment properties here. There's a beach, you know, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. when the economy tanked, it really, really affected. We were one of the hardest hit counties in the entire country, as a matter of fact. So folks are just flying out of here as fast as they can, right? And then. On top of that, having this brick and mortar business, we 
we get this knock on the door in the middle of the economy tank and in the middle of them announcing the space station program was going to be canceled and all those folks were leaving. So unemployment's through the roof. It's just madness. Mm. So while that happens, we get this knock on the door from this guy in a weird little suit, right, this Department of Transportation guy, and he advises us of this thing called eminent domain. Hmm. So when we first heard the word, we got really excited, right? Because if you live in one of those spots, you get excited. But yes, yes. But it wasn't as exciting for us. We had just missed the, the exciting mark of how many years and whatnot. Well, so, well go back because some people might not know what eminent yeah. domain is. Yeah. Oh, basically, basically they, were, they, were, yeah, they were expanding the road, and they were taking away the parking lot outside of our office, and we're possibly going to be just tearing the whole office building down as a result mm. of this road expansion. So we'd been in this location about four and a half years, and we were well known for being there. And we were very, very dependent on local business, mm-hmm. on the location, you know, all of that. So this is back 2008, 2009, before Facebook was a word that my son yes. uses. You yes, know? yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> speaking of my son, so all of this stuff has happened. Like the business literally completely tanked. Like we had to move to a new place completely tanked, I think 100 bucks a month tanked. Like, we're like, whoa, what are we going to do? Right when all of that happens, right, you know what the next thing that happens is, right? Robin has this little talk with me. She says, Mike, um, you know, she says, hey, yeah, we, we need to talk. Uh, I'm pregnant. And um, we cried like babies. And... Um, just out of sheer fear, like, you know, what, what are we going to do, you know, because yeah. freedom is extremely important to us. And we're looking at the, the uh, you know, the reality of, of bringing a child into the world with no idea where we're going to go, you know, economically. So we did yeah. what any savvy freedom-seeking entrepreneur would do, and we started selling trash on Craigslist. <laughs> yes, we actually would drive down on the side of the roads on trash night, and we would find vacuum cleaners and flat screen monitors, whatever was out next wow. to the garbage can. We would pick it up, and we would take pictures of it and put it up on Craigslist and eBay for sale. And we got so good at doing that after a while, we would know like how much money we could make from certain things. We'd be like, Oh yes, a vacuum cleaner, thirty-five bucks. Like wow. we knew how much money yes, each yes. thing. Printers and <laughs> flat-screen monitors. So while this is going on, right, while we're doing this, we realize that never again will we allow ourselves to be confined by a local market, local mm-hmm. economy. Mm-hmm. So we dug into the online marketing world. Now, like I said, Facebook was was. People use yeah. it, but even there was, MySpace there was yeah, even MySpace was around then. Right, 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 right. Twitter was this weird thing nobody really knew how to use. I think WordPress was like the latest thing that had just come around around that time, right? So we just dig in our first hundred bucks. We bought the worst looking website you've ever seen in your entire life, but we knew these are the steps that we had to start taking, and we dug in and started learning everything that we could about online marketing and how to get out there and how to leverage a lot of these new technologies and new strategies and stuff. So we did that, and we built a kind of done-for-you business online. We were designing websites and creating funnels and autoresponder sequences and a lot of these things for clients, and we did well doing that. It, it, it got us to the next spot that we wanted to be, and we were book solid, waiting list, and mm-hmm. we hated it. Oh, <laughs> he's so funny. 
So, yeah, we were doing really well. It was like, ooh, yes, we're living the dream. We we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. Yeah. We built this great big business and we have clients that are just waiting to work uh work with us and that was like our our real defining moment um right then we were at um we were on vacation we were we went to Michigan my parents live in this really small town in Michigan and there's no there was no internet connection where they lived <laughs> I mean, this small town, there's yeah. like one blinking light in the whole yeah, town. Yeah. And my dad is the pastor of this little small church that's like 15 minutes away from my parents' house, and there was internet there. So we, during our vacation with our little son, we're trying to spend time with the family. Like two, three times a day, we had to go and drive through the snow. They live up this mountain. We had to drive down this mountain. We almost get stuck. Snow. We did get stuck usually every time. We'd get yeah, stuck at least every two days. Dad would have to tow us out of the snow. Dad would have to tow us out of the snow. email because we were tied right, to right. our business. We, we could not leave our business because we were doing fun for you. We were helping everyone out. We were running their businesses, so while our clients are on vacation, on their Christmas vacation, living it up, we're sitting here getting stuck in the snow, having to leave from our parents' house every, you know, couple hours to go and do work and check on work. And at that moment, it was like pain. We were so painfully aware that we were owned by our business. Right. Like yeah. we had just created a prison for ourselves. And we were also painfully aware that we weren't scalable either because mm-hmm. if we would look at, okay, what does the next level look like? What does succeeding even more look like? And the only way that we would make more money would be to work more hours. Right, right. But we were already staying busy with the hours we were working already. Or the other option is that we could charge more money. But if you're trading dollars for hours and you're on that model, even when you charge more money, there's still a cap on your income, Mm -hmm. always, because it's tied to your time. So we're looking at each other. After that vacation, we were like, what the crap? We were like, big deal if if you make lots of money and everything. But if you're always strapped for time and if you're a Mm -hmm. prisoner, to your business, and so we were absolutely, we were miserable at that point in time. We were not happy with our business. We didn't have yeah. time at all. No scalability, no leverage at that time. Right? Well, it's the opposite of freedom. So even though you have the, quote, income <laughs> goal that you wanted, you don't have the time freedom and the lifestyle freedom. So so what would you do? Because, you know, I think a lot of people hit this. And there's just fear. They're like, oh, how do how do I how do I deconstruct that? You know what I mean? There's like that's a big leap to go into that next level. So how did you guys make that? It is, and it was, you know, it was it was scary to be honest with you because you know we did already have this. You know, we had the you know the six figure business, mm-hmm. the ever persistent thing. Everybody persistent. Yes. Happy <laughs> and just six figure yeah, business yeah. and all this stuff. So. It was scary to decide we are going to shift and we're going to fire all the clients and we're going to do wow. that we love, right? So we we kept some of the existing clients for, you know, a little while while, you know, we were focusing on growing in, in some of that other area, right? And we just, we said, you know, we're going to do the thing that we love, the thing that we're passionate about, and that is the strategic side, the coaching, mm-hmm. the mentorship, mm-hmm. the strategic right. development. 
So we changed our business model. So instead of doing done for you, mm-hmm. we were like, well, we're just going to teach people that we love teaching anyways. I mean, when we start talking about things we're passionate about, you can't <laughs> shut us up. <laughs> so we were like, let's just change our business model. And I mean, that might sound easy. Oh, Mm-mm. let's just change our business model. But it was like, you talk about how, you know, you have to do a lot of inner work mm-hmm. that you call it. And, it really was because it was scary. It was very scary. Like Mike said in the beginning, we kept on some of our clients, but you felt all these growing pains and changing pains. It was like we have to just go all in and do yeah. something because we have no time to work on um, changing our business and getting new clients, the the kind of clients that we want if we're still spending all this time serving our existing clients. So we pretty much had to go back and start all the way from scratch and just start from the bottom up again and get rid of all the done-for-you clients that we had and start where it's like, okay, from now on, we're not saying yes to anybody unless it's for us to teach them and things like that. We're not doing anyone's marketing anymore. And, uh, yeah, it was was a rough road in the beginning, but – for sure. It was so worth it. <laughs> Can you see, you know, one when, when of, I, I work in the money space. I help people, you know, understand money and make more money. And, and this is the point where I say, I think one of the most critical ingredients in business success is faith. Because if you guys mm-hmm. made that decision to jump off a six-figure business and trust that you were going to be supported, there had to be an underpinning of faith. Right? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. definitely was. And even, um, you know, um, as far as tithing goes and giving money as yeah. well, and we were like, you know what? We have to stay true to what we know is the right thing. The principle. Yeah. No matter how hard it looks, no matter, no matter how low we are, you can't start going um, down a path that's not true to who you are, not true to your faith, and not true to your core values. And so we still kept giving, you know, even though we were only making (laughs) tiny little amounts of money, kept kept giving, kept um, just just kept believing and kept having the faith that, you know, hey, God's going to get us through this, that's for sure. Nice. Thanks for puncturing that because I think that's so, you know, it's like I always say when we have the desire we're supposed to do something else, we're going to be supported. Like, but then our minds are like, ah, but the money, you know, so you guys are such a great demonstration of just listening and allowing and having the courage to take the next steps. So, you know, we could spend, like, I think the three of us could spend like days together and just, you know, <laughs> but I, I want, I want my folks to hear about your success strategy. So, so thank you so much for sharing kind of your backstory and, and who you are. But, but I want to move into your brilliance. And so what's like, when you think about success, I know, I know you, you, there's a lot that you teach, but what, what do you want to share with the listeners that's really juicy? Well, I don't know how juicy it is, but it's hard. <laughs> I think it's juicy. <laughs> it's our surefire recipe um, that that we lead all our clients through right now. And mm-hmm. the number one thing we would say is look for leverage now, mm-hmm. no matter what 
level you're in in your business, if you've already been trying at this for three years and you're struggling and struggling, even if you're successful or if you're just brand new thinking about starting a business, look for leverage right now. Don't just look for that, like Mike was alluding to in the beginning, how they're always like, oh, get yourself a six-figure business, six-figure business. That's like in the online marketing world, that's like the goal everybody goes for. Do not just look to hit six figures because if that's all your focus is, a funny little thing will happen to you when you get there. Right when you get just over above that six-figure mark, you will likely implode if you did not build your business with leverage. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, either either you're going to be so strapped for time and, and you're so busy where you start serving your clients in crappy ways, you're starting dropping balls, mm-hmm. you, you need support, but you don't have support yet, there was no systems in place, um, you, you got the success that you wanted, but it wasn't built with freedom in mind from the very beginning. So you kind of like work yourself right into a trap. Mm -hmm. So we always like to say, look for it now. So you don't have to start all over from scratch like we did. (laughs) Yeah. You're preaching to the choir, sister. I had the same. When I I hit my first six figures, I I remember I had a really good launch and I hung up the phone and I called my marketing manager in tears just saying, I hate this. I built this monster of a business and it's killing me. I hate it. It's just, ugh. So yeah. money is not the holy grail. It, it really is. It really oh. is. And or you hear, this is the dirty little secret, loads of people that make six figures have no profit. So it's great to make it, but, but their businesses are done in a way like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to tell you that side of the That is though. so true. But yeah. the way that we approach it is with, with leverage and where you're making everything work so well for yeah. you. So, you know, we meet so many people who, when they tell us they're, they, they make like five times more money than us. But we make more profit yes, yes. than they do. Right. That's right. They built like this monster of a business yeah. with all this overhead and all, the layers, all this right. crazy stuff. Yeah, exactly. I know. Ugh. Well, let's talk about leverage points because, you know, that, that word is bandied around a lot. And there, and there are people that are like, what do you mean? Time, money, what do you leverage? So, so speak about that. For us, probably one of the one of the most important ones, and one of the ones that we really use a lot is in your offerings. And okay. we kind of like to look at it like like you look at the music industry, right? Great example of it. Like you have these artists that are multi millionaires, but you can have some sort of touch or contact with them for like ten bucks, right? Like you could buy a CD. It's only ten dollars. Very mm-hmm. minimal touch with them. Completely leveraged. They create the album once, record it, turn it into a, right. a product, it gets shipped. Boom. Yeah. The next level with them, you can buy tickets to a concert, right? Mm-hmm. So you go. There's some personal interaction with them, but again, it's still leveraged, right? They're speaking one too many, so they may right. be fifty thousand people, a hundred thousand people, mm-hmm. however many it is. So you get you pay a little bit more for that little bit level of closer. Now, if you want to be front row, where you get a little bit more, where they get to sweat on you, spit on you, and throw water on you. <laughs> and, Right, if you're into that kind of stuff. Or if you're in a mosh pit, they'll yeah. jump on you. You know, you never know. All that, you know, all that funny stuff, you know, that's going to cost you some more money, right? Now, <laughs> if 
because you're getting more touch with them. If you want even more and you want to go backstage with those weirdos, then you just <laughs> that's going to cost you even more money, right? You're going to pay, you know, maybe five thousand dollars or whatever that cost is, and then even further than that, there's primo ultimate. One on one, we say, listen, I'm not going to a concert. I want you to come put one on in my backyard. Right, right. And you're going to pay for that. So, that is that. The music industry is a great example of leveraging offerings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's the first place you, you need to look for leverage in your business. There's, a, there's actually three main spots. So, your offerings is one. So, the thing that you're selling, you need to make it to where if people are getting that touch with you, that that personal one-on-one interaction, that's the most expensive mm-hmm. thing. And then you have other things where you can serve one-to-many or even where you just create something once and you sell it a thousand right. times because right. it's, it's recorded. The, the second area, the second leverage point would be in your marketing and your sales. So this would be where you're leveraging the way that you're attracting people into your business, the, the way that you're, um, you're automating things, your email marketing, uh, your funnels. And when I talk about funnels, I, I don't mean like your offerings funnel like Mike just talked about. Some people define them differently. I mean like when you have something for sale and you go to buy it, Next, I'm offering you something else right, right away on the next right, page, right. an upsell or a cross-sell. And then if somebody says no to that, I can offer them a downsell, something mm-hmm. cheaper. Mm-hmm. So things like that, that's major leverage. When mm-hmm. we started doing upsells and downsells, we will never go back because take nope, it nope. take it like your your normal transaction. If I was selling something that was $27, that's $27, but if I add an upsell and a downsell onto that, I'm increasing the transactional value of every single person who buys from me. So say, you know, 20% of the people who bought the $27 thing go and buy the $75 thing right after that. Right. So I just turned $27 into $100 right. automatic, just automatically built that way. So that was a really fun one. Um, there's like so many different ways that you can set those up. Um, so leveraging your marketing and your sales. And then the third one is leveraging traffic and leveraging the way that you attract your audience. So our favorite, favorite way um, to leverage audience attraction is with Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people freak out over Facebook ads because I don't want to have to pay money and um, it's scary mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. But really, if you're using free methods to get traffic, number one, um, you're going to be very busy. Free methods, they work, of course, but you're constantly having to, oh, I'm mm-hmm. having to write a blog and I'm having mm-hmm. to make sure that it's got really good keywords in it so people find it on Google and I'm, uh, I'm putting up a video on YouTube, I'm posting on social media. All these things are, they're free ways you can drive traffic to your website, but they're busy work and you can't scale free. That's like one of our favorite quotes. <laughs> You can't scale free. So what I mean by that, you can't 
take the thing that you did and be like, okay, I'm just going to turn it up now. If I just turn right. it up, I know I'm going to get more results. If right. I turn it down, I get less results. But with Facebook ads, you can. You can scale them. And so if you do it right, where you're selling something immediately after somebody opts in, something really low priced. So somewhere between, you know, $5 and $40. After they get the free thing, you make them an offer right away. And, again, the whole concept is because you can't scale free. (laughs) If I'm just giving away my free thing, I don't know how much money I'm making from each person that comes in the door. So I I offer something right away and then now I can my Facebook ads it's no it's not risk it's not guessing I know You've tested it. Okay, I paid $4 to get this person and they spent 27. So well, can you, you just can turn you, it up. If I spent $8 Go ahead. I just want you to ground it a little bit. Like give me a specific like, you know, I did a Facebook ad and and it drove them to, and then like, tell me the name of the product, like, just like, cause it's, it's a little conceptual and I want to have, I want to hear, have people like get like, oh, that $5 book led to, you know what I mean? Just like, do you have an example from your own okay. funnels that you could share? Cause I think that will help Actually, people yeah, make we, it more real. Exactly. Facebook ads is one of our largest leverage points and yeah. it should be for anyone who is looking to do anything online in business yeah. at this current moment until something better comes along. So we have, Several things running consistently. One of those would be to like something like our ultimate landing page, cheat sheet, for instance, right? Someone okay. could go there for the Facebook ad. It's targeted. They go to a landing page. It's a freebie. It's super valuable, packed with stuff. Once they say yes to that, then there's a thank you page, and that thank you page is going to thank them for taking action. You will be getting an email with the freebie in just a moment, but hey, before you go. And then we offer a lower-end product, something around $27 or something that's a really good product packed with value and very, very complimentary to the thing that that visitor already said yes to. So we know that they're interested in increasing online conversions and those types of things. So then we then offer them something that teaches them how to attract clients, how to build an audience like as you shared in the beginning of the show about, you know, us on Facebook and what some of the things that we utilize. Yeah, like one that we offer. So first we attract them by here's a way that you can um, improve your landing pages so Mm -hmm. that you can build your list. Then after they say yes, we usually sell our fabulosity training, which is really teaches people how to connect with their audience and how to Mm. – Basically, how to be an online personality, like you talked about us in the beginning, that's what we teach people to do, is how we interact on Facebook with people and how we're opinionated and all those things. It's like that secret superpower behind client attraction, and so we, we sell them that right afterwards. And it's a low enough price point that it's it's an easy yes, right? It's like, well, God, for twenty seven bucks, of course, okay. Yeah, because I think I think if if you've been exposed to these marketing, these upsells, downsells, you're like, oh yeah. But if people, if this is kind of new information, people's heads are like spinning around right now. So thank you for taking the time to kind of. And it's a little technical, and you need to have the right software. You know, you have to have things automated because you don't want to be, you know, sitting at home at two a.m. finding that report you got to send. It has to be automated. And I know if people follow you, you guys have. You train this stuff, right? This is the stuff you sell. How to do, right? Exactly. And you know what? I mean, anybody who's listening, you know, please don't be hesitant to, if you want to go through the process and get the freebie, buy our stuff. We would love that too. So you can see <laughs> in real yeah. life. Yeah. Heck yeah. 
right in action and see right see a model see a model well thank you thank you yeah this is this is this is you know most people think marketing is like well i'm you know, I did a free call and then I did a blog post and, you know, I put some cards in the chiropractor's offices. That's, that's like toddler marketing. <laughs> like, and I don't mean to be dismissive, but the marketing that you're playing at, the, and, and it's not that hard to implement, but you have to think, you have to have a, the strategy brain of like what's before this and what's after this and what does this lead to. It's a, it's a whole different way of thinking. So I really want people like, well, while we're here, while we're just loving you up, why don't you just give them the how they can follow you and where they can find like the access to this, this magical land of upsells and downsells. So like just, um, Share your contact information real quickly, and because I'm sure people are like, "What?" Definitely. So, um, one of the we know one of the best places to find Robin and I is just you can go to our website. It's uh, marketingyourpurpose.com. Um, Facebook, yes, you share. We are we're, we're on Facebook pretty regularly, and if you go um, on our site, we do have, as I was just talking about, uh, right there on the homepage, we have a really cool freebie that'll teach you about creating an audience, building your list, mm. um, and a landing page cheat sheet that will just completely walk you through nice. all of the important things that you need um, in your landing page. And they can get that at marketingyourpurpose.com forward slash happy. Happy. Sweet. Okay. Great, great, great. Okay. that just for you. For Thank you. <laughs> happy. Happy. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. So we talked about leverage. But what other strategies do you have, guys, that is just really, you know, you see things. And you, I always make sound effects. Do you notice I don't <laughs> – I got the sound effects going. So I know you understood. You're from New York. You understood what, you know, what that meant. So what other strategies do you have that you want to share? Hello? Oh, he cut out. He cut out. Okay. So, okay. okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. I'm like, that does not sound like Mike. What, what, what? Anyway, so. Okay. So, Robin, go ahead. What, like, what else do you guys do with your clients? Um, well, another great strategy is not really like a tactical strategy that you would think, but it's really to take massive action. And mm-hmm. this is really what's so important with marketing. Okay. You can't just like and then be like, oh well, yep, I did it. I tried. I tried my marketing. Right. right. You have to take so much action on a yeah. regular basis because yeah. something that is so important that most people don't understand. And if you're listening and you're somebody who has been quote unquote burned by a marketer. Oh, they promised me the world and I didn't get any results. It's probably because they didn't um, educate you on what marketing really is. Mm-hmm. And we like to say that marketing is only hypothesis until mm-hmm. it touches real humans. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So you can think and plan and strategize until you're blue in the face. You can go hire all these marketing gurus to do your marketing for you, and they can plan it all out. But everybody's business is different. Everybody's target market is different. Everybody's unique style is different. And so it's all only hypothesis, even if you're working with an expert, right? Even if you're working with somebody who's a trained professional who gets marketing, you have to put it out there. You have to take action because you have to see the data. And you can't go by other people's data. You have to have your own 
data. And so there's no way that you're going to get data to see, oh, that worked, that didn't work. Oh, this worked a little. Mm-hmm. Let me tweak mm-hmm. it a little bit. There's no way that you can get that kind of data for yourself unless you're taking action day in and day out. Okay. All yeah. the things in our business, not everything we put out there is a home run. Mm-hmm. People don't tell you that, but it's the truth. Absolutely. Um, even our fabulosity thing that I was just talking about, when we first put it out there, we called it what everybody should know about branding. <laughs> and nobody was buying it, right? Nobody was buying it. So we were like, huh. This is weird. We were like, this is this is like one of our favorite trainings on the planet. Yeah, it's yeah. so amazingly awesome. And a lot of people either would give up or they would say, mm-hmm. oh, that nobody wants that. Let me create something new. But because we're taking action and we take action again, so we're like, you know what, let's just reframe it. Let's rename it and reframe mm-hmm. it. So we called it the superpower behind client attraction. And bam. Everybody's yeah, buying absolutely. it like hotcakes now right. because nobody wanted to pay for branding, but, oh, they will pay for client attraction. So sometimes it's just this tiny little tweak, but you would never know, like, oh, it wasn't working because of that or it is working mm-hmm. because of this un- unless you're taking action over and over and over again. That's great. That is so – and it really, Robin, it's real, that's a mindset because a lot of people are like, oh, but I don't want to bother people. I don't want to – I don't want to be pushy or salesy. Well, you're not helping if you can't get, you know what I mean? So I love that you talk about that because that is so, so, so important. And you know one thing that with you guys, you guys are so good at, you know, like building authority and, and, and building, you know, I'm in your Facebook community and you have such a nice following in there. So so what would you talk about to be seen? Because you're, you guys are so real and you clearly are experts, and you hang out with cool people, but you're not arrogant. You're not. You're not untouchable. You know. You're so real. So, so what's your 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 talking point around that? Because that is I, that's one of the things you do really well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I hear Mike in the background. <laughs> oh, we can't hear you again. Can't hear okay, Mike. So I guess we'll speak this is my chance. I get to yes. You get to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so really, I mean, this is like what I was talking about in our fabulosity um, training is that you just don't be one-dimensional mm-hmm. be, with your marketing and the way that you interact online because your audience is not one-dimensional. So mm-hmm. you're making a big mistake if you think that the only reason people want to follow you, the only thing people want to hear from you is about your topic. Right? Mm-hmm. They, they want to know about your values. They want to know about your life. They want to know things you love, things you hate. They want to hear your opinions. And a, another good little writer downer that we like to say is that marketing is not about tactics. It's about people. It's about understanding mm-hmm. people and connecting with people. And so you, you you know you hear that little phrase everybody says in business, the no like and trust yeah, factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the played out phrase everybody says. Well, most people don't even really know what the heck does that mean. They think, oh, just create content, create content. Yeah, and so. That's how people will know, like, and trust you. Well, the trust is the most important one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's only two ways to get people to trust you. Only two. Simple, simple. Number one is to confide in them. Or number two is to get them to confide in you. Mm. And 
the second one's not going to happen unless the first one happens first. Nobody's just going to come right out and confide in you and open up and share all their opinions and all their stories if you didn't put yourself out there first. So if you notice on our Facebook how everybody jumps on our threads and starts talking about their opinions and this and that, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's usually because I'm pretty open first. And I'll put myself right out there and right. I'll be like, you know what bugs me? Yes, that's right. That's <laughs> and right. so then it makes everybody else just want to jump right in, and they share too. So it's really just about just being so real uh, about everything of who you are because mm. that's what people really want to connect with. I mean, of course, you need to know how to communicate your offerings and how you serve people, but it's really about who you are as a person. That's really going to be drawing people to you versus the other 2,000 people out there who do exactly what you do. Right. You know, I I want people to follow you on Facebook because especially your, your, your group, because you do such a great job with engagement. And so can you give them that? Oh, sure, yeah. Our Facebook group is um, called Marketing Megaminds, and so you can either search for it on, um, just go up in the Facebook search bar and type in Marketing Megaminds, or you can actually go to marketingmegaminds.com, and that will give you, um, like, a couple little freebies that you can get, and then it will take you right to our group. Nice, nice, nice. Well, my dear, you are just a delight, and um, so is your hubby. And I'm sorry he got he got cut out, but you know maybe this is just girl power. Who knows? <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, anything else you want to say before we wrap up? I really, really appreciate you coming on and sharing your magic with us. Anything else you would you'd like to say? Oh, we just love we loved being on. Thank you so much for having us, and I just tell you guys just. All your listeners, look for that freedom. Look for that leverage Mm -hmm. in your business for sure because that's what every entrepreneur is really searching for when it all comes down to it. Like our Twitter handle is called Freedom Catalyst because Mm. not only did we want freedom for our own selves, but now we want to become a Freedom Catalyst where we can now help other people find that freedom too so when you can find it then you can really make a big difference and you can help other people find it too Mm. that is that's the the the, and and i'm seeing mike run around with a blue face you know running running (laughs) running in the streets so thank you so much i hope you all have enjoyed mike and robin and make sure you follow them they're wonderful people to learn from and and again, this is Teresa with the Happy Business Show, and it's been delightful connecting with y'all. Make sure you watch the next, or I'm sorry, listen to the next episode and leave any comments and feedback below. Much love. Blessings. Bye now. You've been listening to the Happy Business Show with Therese Skelly. Join us next time and invite your friends to join us at thehappybusinessshow.com. Visit thehappybusinessshow.com and get Teresa's five-part video series, Eliminating Money Blocks. Thanks for tuning in. 